blessed feast of Epiphany to you. Today our reading for the feast of Epiphany comes from St. Matthew, chapter 2. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word, that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them, until it came to rest of the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they fell Excuse me, and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A blessed feast of the Epiphany to all of you. Today is the twelfth day of Christmas, and at the same time, the beginning of a new season in the church year, the Epiphany season. What's it all about? Well, at Christmas, we confessed God becoming man, the incarnation of God in the flesh. But now, during Epiphany, the church drives home the point that this child, this Jesus, is in fact God. The great Epiphany gospel lessons over the next few weeks emphasize the divinity of Jesus. We'll hear about the boy Jesus in the temple, Jesus' baptism, the miracle of water into wine at Cana, and it all leads up to the transfiguration where Jesus shines with the light of the eternal Godhead. Today, as this season begins, it all kicks off with the visit of the Magi, the wise men. Plenty of debate about who these wise men are, perhaps astrologers, philosophers, Eastern intellectuals. They likely embodied the very best wisdom of the Gentile world. But what's really interesting here is that they're probably the most unlikely folks of all to be the first on the scene to worship the promised Messiah. They follow a bright, shining star to the capital city of the Jews, the logical place to find him. But when they get there, there's no birthday party at all for the king, and it's just business as usual. What's going on here? Where is he who has been born king of the Jews, they might say. We saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. Well, as you know, Jesus wasn't born in Bethlehem, although he'd complete his work there on the cross. No, his birth was in Bethlehem. Now, Martin Luther made a special point about this to his congregation. He pointed out that the star in the sky didn't actually get the job done for the wise men. It announced to them that a king had been born, but it didn't tell actually where he was to be found. So human reason brought those wise men to the logical spot, Jerusalem, but even that miraculous star could only get them so far. 
because it ultimately had to be the Word of God, the sacred scriptures, to lead them to their final destination. You see, a small group Bible study took shape with Herod, the chief priest, the scribes, and the wise men. And there they found their answer. In Bethlehem of Judea, that's where the king was to be born, as the prophet Micah had, had proclaimed generations before. So those wise men grabbed hold of that promise and set off again, this time toward Bethlehem, the city of David. And suddenly that bright shining star rose again, and this time led them all the way to the house where the child and his mother were to be found. When they came into the presence of Jesus, they fell down and worshipped him. They opened their treasures of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And what a confession they gave. Gold because Jesus is king. Frankincense because he is God in the flesh. And myrrh to proclaim his death for the life of the world. Today we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany. We celebrate the wonderful mystery that the first worshipers of Jesus are Gentiles from a foreign land. Today is really a celebration of the way that God has thrown open the door of his grace to all people. This time around, I want you to make this epiphany personal for you. Isaiah preaches to us, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. It was last Christmas, I think, that I told you about how the gospel came to my family when I was a kid. A minister knocked on my parents' apartment door and invited them to church. You've got stories, too. Wonderful and interesting stories about the work of the Holy Spirit and the joy and light of the gospel coming to you. About our God in human, about our God in heaven opening wide the door of his grace to you and all those you love. Our ancestors from Germany or Scandinavian lands were living in darkness in their villages and forests, worshiping false gods, trees and rocks until the first Christian missionaries came to them preaching the light and love of Christ. Pastor Kisling, the first pastor of Luther Memorial Chapel, and a crew, they moved around a portable chapel all around the city, preaching God's word and bringing the light of Christ around the city. Before building the church in which we now worship here. The point is that the sweet meaning of Christmas and the preaching of Epiphany will have little meaning if you don't apply it to yourself personally. That's what Isaiah is driving home to you in our first reading. Your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. So learn from those wise men. Be led to his light. Not off to Jerusalem seeking some relic or holy site, but be led by the bright shining star of God's own word to where Christ promises to be found in his preaching and his word, and by your pastor standing above where Christ lies hidden under bread and wine, at the altar for your life and your salvation. As we step into the presence of his light, we discover much darkness in ourselves. But he who is light himself shares that light with us. So come and worship him. Offer him your gifts and all that you are. But most importantly, receive his gifts, his embrace, his welcome, his forgiveness and love. Because here in that light, that shines more brightly than the miraculous star. The light of divine love shining from the holy face of Mary's Son. In the name of Jesus, amen.